Good morning. Welcome to Exploring Economic Development with MEDC. I am Meredith Harris, and I am joined today by Jill Moore. Your special co-host. Good morning. Good morning. So Wednesdays are our favorite days because we get to collaborate together, we get to work together. And the first Wednesday of every month, we get to do this live stream video mm-hmm. podcast, also audio podcast, available on Spotify. Hello, listeners. Um, so yeah, this is... <laughs> Which this, is new. It's new. That's new. Yep, yeah, we've added that be, recently. We're going to be backfilling all of our previous mm-hmm. 30 more episodes we need to add. Yep. Today is episode 32. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. We say this all the time. We're like a broken record, but we are on episode 32. Uh, We've got a really great conversation this morning, which we're both going to learn a lot. We sure are. We sure are. I've got my little notepad. You got your notepad. You're ready to (laughs) save some money, which is awesome. Uh, But today we are going to talk about municipal aggregation. So most of you watching might be saying, what is municipal aggregation? But we are going to answer that for you. Uh, Before we get to that, though, we want to do a little recap. The last episode was a special Inside the Industry episode that we talked about local banking. We had a whole group of folks on with us. We had a lot of fun. Um, It was really a great episode. Rich conversations. We definitely recommend listening to that. We do a special quarterly production called Inside the Industry. So we let Inside the Industry take over (laughs) our podcast and we talk about different industries. Yeah, and yeah. the banking one was just really informative. There was yeah. a lot of fun jabbing going oh, on. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with that That's one. That's good. So we're going to introduce our guests, but before we introduce our guests... Yes, yeah, some logistical things, right? Well, logistical, but we need to shout out a happy birthday. Oh, special A logistics. very special happy birthday to uh, Miss Linda Austin. Yay! So happy birthday happy to Linda. Birthday. Um, we've got her other half. I won't say if it's her better half. I'm not really sure. Here with us <laughs> in the studio. It's but her birthday. It's her birthday, so she's, you know, we'll give her the one up today. Yeah. So, yeah. we won't say how old she is, but no, she's a leap, year, leap year baby, leap so year baby. it is what it is. Happy Yay. birthday, Linda. We hope happy that you're birthday. watching and enjoying us. And uh, if you're watching us live, we're streaming okay. to YouTube, Facebook, sorry, I just went right you into went, that. Yeah, oh, you I'm got a little gonna, too technical on it. a little too technical. <laughs> Our contact information is right down below. We also stream to WMCT TV, um, and we'll be re- rebroadcasting that over there at our local cable access channel. So our information's down below. You can reach out to us with questions, comments, ideas. Absolutely. All those fun things. Anything you'd like to learn about, because we've got episodes coming up. We'd love to fill it with good content. Absolutely. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce our two special guests. But today we have Mark and Mike with us this morning. So good morning. Thank you both so much for being here. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. morning. Do you want to say happy birthday too? Or did (laughs) you already say that today? I said happy birthday already. Happy birthday, Linda. Happy birthday. That's awesome. All right. So before we jump into what is municipal aggregation, but do we want to give you a moment to kind of introduce yourself. We all know who President Ossing is, but would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Colonial Power? Absolutely. So uh, Mark Capitona with Colonial Power. Uh, Colonial Power is a municipal aggregation company. Uh, We specifically have targeted that. Uh, Believe it or not, the first community that we targeted was the city of Marlboro. Really? uh, In this, uh, you know, for this model. Um, And we have about 82 communities that we work with across Massachusetts. That's awesome. And you guys are headquartered, maybe not headquartered, but you're here in Marlboro, correct? Headquartered in Marlboro. Headquartered in Marlboro. I was right. Okay. Five Mount Royal F. That's awesome. That's awesome. And President Rossing, thank you for being here. This is round two for you on the podcast. So thanks for being another victim. You You did so well the first time, so we got you back. So in your role with municipal aggregation, can you just give us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So I'm the chair of the municipal aggregation committee uh, for the city of Marlboro. We'll get into that in a few minutes. We'll get into that in a little bit. Okay, so who wants to go first? What is municipal aggregation? 
I'll let Mark start. <laughs> They're looking at each other. <laughs> so, so, it's not so, going to be me. I'm not no, going to answer yeah, that not, question. Not a problem. So <laughs> municipal aggregation is a way for communities to help out the residents and small businesses. So uh, back in 1997, there was a, uh, the deregulation of electricity. And one of the things that came out of the deregulation was municipal aggregation. And it allows communities to, to go out on behalf of their residents and purchase electricity for, for their behalf. Now, the good news is, is everyone has a choice to make. The bad news or the hot button item is it's a, an opt-out aggregation, meaning if you don't do anything, you'll automatically be enrolled. In, now, the, in the municipal program. In the municipal program. That's a good thing, though, right? It's a very good, it's okay. a very good thing. It's one of the reasons they set it up that way. But it does have a, a, a consistency where uh, certain customers may not want to be part of it. And if they don't do something they're automatically enrolled. Okay. So okay. I just wanted to let everyone know, but um, you know, the, the, the city's been up and running since around 2007 with their program. Okay, that's a long time. A long time. That's a long time. And do you, do you see a lot of other communities with the similar programs or like, is this a new thing that people are doing or? Certainly the rates have, have, um, have, have lots of new communities um, are doing uh, are joining, but right now there's about 160 communities, 170 communities in Massachusetts wow. that have municipal aggregation programs. Wow. Wow. So, so that's 170 out of 351 right. cities and towns in the Commonwealth. And one of the unique things about the Marlboro Municipal Aggregation Program is Marlboro was the first municipality to be in the program. We Cape like to Cod, do things like that. Well, We're a little competitive. Well, <laughs> well I always like, so, you know, kudos to Mayor Stevens. Mm -hmm. I, I was look, look like these two guys came into the bar, right? Well, these two guys, Mark and Brian, came into the mayor's office back in 2006 timeframe, yeah. five, six. Yeah. Because it was brand new. I mean, yeah. Cape Cod is a, is a Cape Cod, all the uh, towns down there did it, but no single city or town had done it uh, prior to that. And we were the first ones. Wow. And, uh, it's been very successful for the Marlboro residents uh, for paying their electric bills uh, since then. Well, and so you mentioned good for small business, but any any commercial user in in the city can take advantage of the program, correct? Th that is correct. Just so big business most too. of the larger users already have their own private contract. Okay. Might have a better load profile, so they might be able to get a, a slightly better rate. Just depends on when they were contracted. Okay. That but makes they sense. could join. But they that could if correct. they wanted to. Hmm, correct. I think there's uh, 70 large users in the program. Wow, okay. And can I just jump in Please. and say, in absolute layman's terms, what is this and why <laughs> should we be excited about it as Marlboro residents? So uh, what we're- well, So rates are, yeah. I mean, that is the big conversation yeah. right now, right? Yeah. I mean, you must, you're in, I don't, Clinton? Yes. Yes, and yes. so your rates are, I'm sure, are high. Getting just like really, really else. high. Yeah, <laughs> everything, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. our utilities, we've seen a huge jump over the last few months. So for yeah. National Grid, which Clinton is, you're paying 33891 mm -hmm. The city of Marlboro is paying 0939 So it's about wow. four, almost fourfold you're paying compared to the city of Marlboro's rate. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, Jill? Which is why I'm really excited Panthers. to be back to <laughs> Going panthers eat hawk meat. I don't know if you yeah. know that. I don't know what Do claims. panthers eat gales? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> they do. <laughs> See? Wow, okay. So what we're actually talking about here is the supply portion of your bill. So your electricity mm -hmm. bill from National Grid here in Marlboro comes in two parts. One is the T&D portion of it, and that's what National Grid has a monopoly on. Yep. And the, this part that we're talking about that is actually can be competitively bid is the supply portion of your bill. Okay. So, so that you know, it's still a single bill and you're already on the program. You wouldn't, 
unless you were you looking know. for it, you would not know. Because so your bill still comes from National Grid. That is correct. But there's a, por- a part of your bill that can explain how you're saving. Is that correct? That is correct. Well, Do we want to bring up the bills, or are we getting too far ahead of ourselves? No, well, we we can't anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> so, we're jumping all around. Yeah, so yeah. so just I just wanted. So Mark said T and D. So t- transmission and distribution, right? So correct. so the front part of one's electric bill you know, breaks down the the transmission part. This back side of the bill is the supply part, and that's the only part municipal aggregation deals with. It's the who pick who do you want as a community to supply your electricity. If we do nothing, it's national grid. If you opt in a municipal aggregation program, there's a whole host of suppliers that uh, the municipal aggregation committee in the city yep. then goes looks at through Colonial Power to see who's giving the city the best price for the duration that we want to uh, entertain. So you, so Colonial Power is almost like the broker in the situation? It, so we, we kind of transitioned. It's a great question. <laughs> so, okay. uh, so what we're doing originally is the consultant. We take them through the local and state process. Yep. And then at the end of it, we do broker. In that fact, we take, the, take all the customers, put them in what we call a load profile, put okay. that load profile out to the supplier so they'll understand what they're bidding on. Yep. And then they'll give us back pricing. And then the committee will will explain, hey, here's all the different shades of green yep. or renewables yep. and, and all the different terms. What is it that you're looking for? And so do you guys would work with any community in Massachusetts? or That is correct. We okay. work with any community other than the municipals. Okay. Hudson has their own municipal light, but anyone okay, that's okay. on an investor-owned utility, we'd be willing to work with. Correct. Okay. Interesting. So, so it's basically if, if it's National Grid, Eversource, or Unitil, or the three electricity uh, suppliers in the Commonwealth, your electricity is either from them or you go on a municipal aggregation program. And then the, the wild card is if you ha- – like the town of Hudson has their own generating facility. Mm-hmm. They're their own municipality, so they have their own – so they're not involved in They're it. not involved in this. Right. All right, so bring it back down. Why should people care about this? Right. I mean, we've talked a little bit about rates, but how, how can you actually figure out how is this affecting people and their, we talk about their wallets all the time, right? This affects your wallet in a big way, correct? Right. So, so <coughs> when the city initially uh, entered into the program back in 2006, it was to make sure that we had rates that were lower than national grid. So mm-hmm. e- even, you know, national grid's rate was, say, 10 cents. We wanted to be something under 10 cents. And it wasn't a lot under 10 cents at the time. It is um, now. But well, yeah, we'll get to today's. Uh, this, this, <laughs> right. We are in a windfall. Right. Uh, so, and, and it's how the program evolved. We evolved it with, first we wanted to be under national grid. Then we evolved into what kind of green component. In other words, who's supplying that electricity? The state mandates, for simplistic terms, 51% has to be renewable. 49 can be from your fossil fuels. Okay. Uh, the mayor... Did a nice job. We negotiated the last contract. We we are 100% renewable electricity that is supplied to Marlboro. Now, is it coming from? You don't know because electricity just goes onto the grid. Right. You know it, but where you buy it from? The grid. Th- that is the grid. <laughs> that but where you buy it from makes a difference. And and so Marlboro's done a nice job that the contract that we're currently in is a 100% renewable. We're getting it from wind farms out in the Texas? I believe yeah. that's exactly it. It's a, it's a national wind product. Most of it comes out of Texas and Oklahoma, some of it out of the uh, hills in Pennsylvania as well. I mean, that's great, right? I mean, people people love that. Well, again, if you watch the, the governor and where the country's going, you know, the, with 2030 and 2050, 
you know, climate goals to get uh, reduce fossil fuels, the more you can uh, build your supply on a green basis, the better it is for your portfolio to say, hey, look, in Marlboro, our electricity is 100% green. Mm-hmm. And so other cities and towns. But so we went from first wanting the best price, then determining what kind of green component it was. Mm-hmm. And then we really got into, we really want a stability of our pricing because anybody that watches or watches their electric bill knows every spring and fall, the price, the rate of electricity goes Changes. up and down. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, this past September, the price of electricity went through the roof. Mm-hmm. It went, you know, so Mark mentioned Marlboro's for simplistic terms is at nine cents per kilowatt hour the national grid rate jumped to 31 cents. But so anybody that was in the program in Marlboro didn't see that increase? Nope. Correct. Correct. Okay. Nope. Okay. And I think the, through the mayor's office, they issued a nice press release kind of highlighting over that six-month term, over this winter, with national grid's 33-cent rate is in effect, Marlboro residents participating in the program will save over 10, well, almost $10 million dollars which is wow. phenomenal. And then we, we've got some demonstration bills that we can show people how they can well, calculate. The, yeah, I mean, it kind of blew my mind, too, to see the, the different. Let's, should we bring them up? Is it a good yeah. time to do if that? If you want to bring up one of the bills, you tell me which bill you're bringing up. Sure, if I'm going to bring up the electric bill. Okay, so depending on how your house is heated, like if you have gas heat, mm-hmm. oil heat, or electric heat, we have some uh, portions of the community that are uh, electric heat, uh, driven, so that means all your heat comes out of the baseboard radiator driven by electricity. They pay a whopping amount. Mm-hmm. So as you can see from this particular bill here, mm-hmm. this individual is saving you know almost seven hundred and fifty dollars a month right now. Wow! So during the six month period that this contract is in effect, this individual would have paid an additional four thousand five hundred dollars in electricity. So we're safe, and this is typical of folks that are on um, electric heat. Yeah. Now, if you want to switch to the other one, mm-hmm. so, Here's so, oil. So, so now an oil heat, so someone that's heating with oil, obviously you can tell, so now now you got to pay for your oil, but you're not, now you're just, your electricity is what you're using to run appliances, sure. and what lights and whatever in your house. You can see the savings is now closer to $225 a month. But still, that's but still a that's, lot. But, so you ask yourself, do I want to pay the utility that $225 or would I rather use it to do something that the homeowner would rather do with that kind of money? And right. it's, it's, you know, so kudos to the council, uh, the colonial power, the, the contract we have is outstanding. The, the benefits to the city of Marlborough right now and through the rest of 2023 so uh, what happens at the end of 2023? Do we, no, we have the world to comes to an end. All right. None of that. It's Wednesday. We're happy on Wednesdays. Come on. So, so no, no, no. So, so we will, the Municipal Aggregation Committee, again, working through Colonial Power, mm-hmm. will go out for bids. And okay. again, so, so we'll go out for bids for a contract, and we'll try to make sure that the bids we get, we look at forecasts, where's the energy market, where do we think prices are going to be, and based on those bids, We'll either entertain a price of another six months, 12 months. You know, the one we've got now is a 41-month. Yeah, 41-month. 41-month contract. But 
but that value of that contract is people know that their supply, because usually you don't use that much. You may use a little more in the summer for air conditioning or a little less in the winter, you know, yeah. but, but you know your bill is going to be, that supply part rate is going to be consistent. So right. you can you basically can, you manage can your money and figure yeah. out your bill. Yeah. And uh, so, so the, the trick is going to be, and we're watching this because Mark and I are talking weekly to, to see where are the markets going, when is the right time to bid, and when we find prices we think are attractive, we go back to the municipal aggregation committee, lay out the information, and the committee will vote on what type of a contract, how long of the contract, mm-hmm. what's a green component of the contract. Because you know, if if you know, if we if it wasn't 100% green and we just did the standard 5149 green and fossil, our price could be a little lower. Yep. But we, we know we know where things are going, yeah. and things are going that you want to be on the renewable side. So we're pushing hard to reflect that. And again, the committee can vote either maybe way. Yeah. And if yeah. the prices say, "Hey, renewable gets way too high," we may adjust that based on on market conditions. But so what happens at the end of 2023? There will be a new rate. I I would love to tell people it's going to be nine cents again. But it probably I don't. don't. I, <laughs> don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's 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 really you know wars in Ukraine, yeah. mm-hmm. mar- market conditions all affect that. So the the key is when do you jump in to 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 sign to that contract, right? Yeah. But I th- I th- and you and I talked about this the other day too. I, I think for m- anybody in Marlboro that's watching, whether you're a business owner or a resident. It's important to note that you've got these guys right here watching the market, thinking about these things. And like the homeowner, I don't have to do any of that. You guys are doing that, which is incre- to me, that's incredible that you're you're looking out for the best interest of the residents and the business owners of the community. And I think that's the powerful part of aggregation, because this is the part I actually like is so that the cities are, are out here participating in the marketplace like mm-hmm. we should be. Right. But ultimately, the decision lies with you. You don't have to stay in the program. You can get out of the program. You can come back into the program. This is a choice that every resident and business has. Yeah. If they wanted to explore the marketplace on their own, they certainly can. Yeah. But this is just another uh, another place. Uh, lately, it has been a very safe place. To be. <laughs> that, exactly. Right. But, but I'm saying to you, it brings you another choice that you ne- you would just wouldn't have without Otherwise. the full side of the city. Okay. That's really good to know. All right. So silly question, but probably a really important question. How does someone know if they're in the program or not? Oh, that's probably got to be the question Mark and I, <laughs> yes. we, we get most, most frequently, right? Yeah. So, so on the bill, if you if you can bring the bill back up again, mm-hmm. the bill will show where the supplier, say Inspire, um, you know, Marlboro, right at the Marlboro top. Marlboro Ag. Of, yeah. Yes. Supplier. So if it says that, you're in the program. If you're uncomfortable... Call, call the number on the city's webpage, call Colonial Power, call me. I, I'm, I'm happy to walk you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's a key part because, you know, the, the third-party suppliers, uh, as the Attorney General has said, it can be potentially challenging in trying to get vulnerable, pe- vulnerable people that aren't paying attention to get onto their programs, and their programs, I would say, don't have as an attractive pricing as the one does in Marlboro. And uh, so we, we, we hear a lot of those. And unfortunately, you know, they may not be able to get out of that program until they're either, either A, their term expires or yep. they pay some you know, exit fee to get out. So other communities 
I mean, again, it might be a silly question, but you know, our neighbors might not be paying the nine the same rate that we're paying. They could be paying something completely different, that but still correct. be part of a municipal aggregate program. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it depends th- th- those on those rates. With. Those rates will run from nine to twenty something cents. Nine. Yeah. Twenty nine cents. Yeah, yeah. to twenty nine cents, depending on when when you got in when when you set your contract price now now that 29 cents is still lower than national grid so right. depending on what that municipality's uh, goals are for running their program that could be a good thing right? yeah. I, I'm, I'm, am i saving my customers money yep. yes but but not I, as much as marlboro not as much as marlboro but marlboro <laughs> got, but so so you ask what i worry about so i worry about what that next contract's going to look, look like, like. Right? because that that you know people are now accustomed to paying 9 cents Right. We're working hard to get something close, but we know we're reading the market and watching. There's no one out there at nine cents right now. Right. Yeah. No one. So if they want to talk about the pains of being in a town. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I, I, I would say our our bill has tripled. Our utilities. It's just it's and for having a big family, a big house, four kids. Yeah. The utilities. It matters massively. But, yeah, but, it does. And again, I, I, it, it, I can't say it enough. That's ten million dollars of Marlboro money that now gets to be spent by mm-hmm. how Marlboro people want to spend that money yeah. and not going to the utility. I mean, right. that, that's just a phenomenal amount of money. And, and In our restaurants, bars, you know. There you go, economic <laughs> development. Small businesses, right? That's where you can put all that money back into our economy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So can you, I mean, this might not be something you could do, but any forecast? Like, what do you think might happen? Or is that something that we can't predict right now or we don't want to predict right now? Well, I'll certainly give you, you know, kind of the, the taste of the market. I would imagine that national grid will come down. Mm-hmm. Um, they had two buys uh, last year. So for the utilities, I expect them to be around 13, okay. maybe, maybe uh, you know, high 12 starting in May, as far as national grid goes. Um, for us, the, the city will be at 9.3. Until the end of 2023. Until January of t- the meter read in January of 2024. Okay. And then right now the market looks like it might be 13, and that's a stable 13, 14 cents somewhere in that range. Okay. Um, the gas market has sold off. Energy hasn't followed um, quite as um, so the heat rates aren't coming down as quickly as I would like. But yeah. um, that being said, we do have uh, natural gas. Um, at a position right now where we should be start to see some more favorable pricing. Okay. How long it stays there, we're not sure. That's, uh, you know, you have one of the best uh, in the business. M- Mike keeps us fully engaged all the time, so he's ready to go right now. If th- there's an offer, he's ready to, yeah. the city's ready to, to hop to on To move it. on it. Yeah, correct. And, and you're very detail-oriented, Mr. Rossing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Meredith. <laughs> but, it, but it is... For the betterment of the entire community. And so I think people need to realize how important that is. And it's really a great thing. Go ahead. Yeah. And I wanted to just mention one thing. Many people look at um, uh, the the rates at uh, National Grid and say, Mm -hmm. oh, this is, I just want you to know, they're just running a process, not different than the process we run. Yeah. But they don't try to manage electricity. Sure. They're out of the business. So they just go out to the marketplace and get pricing. Sure. So the, the problem with if you're just with the utility is they're just doing what the Department of Public Utilities tells them to. Sure. They buy 50% of the needs for 12 months and they ladder those two buys each year. Yeah. Mike gets to use the market 210 trading days. Yeah. He can buy for 12 months, 36, 41, 50. He can go as long as he wants. He can go as short as he wants. So it, once you get into the marketplace, you see the advantages thereof. Sure. So I, I think more and more communities will, will come forward we'll when they realized what they got caught in this time around. Sure. And that was big. 
Big. Yes, yeah, I mean, agreed. it's what, triple? The yes, prices were triple, triple what we yeah. were paying. Right. Uh, almost four times, right? Wow. Four times nine, 36. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have a question? We do. We have a comment from Stas Burden on uh, joining us from LinkedIn. Thank you for joining us. He says, great topic, great work, Mike. Thanks for joining us, Stas. He's a good friend of the city and one of our great developers here. Thanks for being here with us. So he's got a great question. He says, how does aggregation affect the solar incentives for private panel installs? So it would still work uh, as far as behind the meter, Mm -hmm. um, that having a solar array, whenever you actually need uh, electricity, you would be paying the, the, the aggregation rate. The good news is if you're overproducing, mm-hmm. you would be getting the 33891 credit on your bill. So it's kind of like the program on steroids, if you will, because uh-huh. you're, paying, you're paying the ag rate. Mm-hmm. But right now, you're getting National Grid always credits what the um, basic service rate is. Right. So you get that delta. I just want to say the knife cuts both ways. Should the aggregation rate at some point be above the basic service rate. Let's just say the basic service rate was 12 and the city rate was 12 and a half. Yeah. They would be crediting your bid bill 12, 12 and you'd be paying 12 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Interesting. But it works seamlessly. That's wonderful. And I think it's important when Mark says National Grid goes out twice a year. So we know they go out in the fall for their winter purchase and that's where their winter rates typically go up. And that's why Mark can use the projections and say, okay, when they go out and buy in April, the summer rate's going to be around the 13, 14 cents. But we know when they go out to buy in the fall again, it's going to be, yeah, probably mm-hmm. won't be 30. No. I would say it's not going to be 33 cents again. I, it's probably going to be something more than 13, 14. But our yeah. goal in municipal aggregation is looking at those long range forecasts. Can we keep ours? The goal is price stability and on a yearly average be less than national grid so right. th- there, there could be the time when our summer rate may be slightly higher than national grid but we know it'll be less than the winter rate so that on a yearly average it, the yeah. consumer is going to be saving money so well, I, it's I, all about predictability right and stability I, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. well like there's no guarantees in this world right. especially <laughs> when it comes to municipal aggregation and and if i could or you may want to segue the committee so you guys yep. keep saying mike it's really the, uh, the municipal it's aggregation not, it's committee. Not just you, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I got a lot of smart people that are working with me. Uh, so the, the municipal aggregation committee that will make this decision is made up of five individuals: the mayor, yep, myself, Councilor Laura Wagner, who's doing an outstanding job. She's picking up really quick. And kudos to Rob Tenero who had it before her. Yeah. Uh, the DPW commissioner Sean Dival. And then our procurement officer, Christy Holmey. That's so a lot the, of smart five, people in one room. Well, the, the, the five of us, you know, we'll look and we'll be reviewing the data that's provided. You know, basically, you get bids and, and say, okay, do these bids look attractive? And we've had bids, even our last meeting, that we've said, no, it, it's it's not because, you know, when do we want to – I mean, we can jump in now and extend our 2024 contract. Yeah. But the conditions overseas and the price of electricity, this hasn't been the right time. So, we're you know, the, the – the key is watch the market. Can we hit the? Do we ever know we hit the lowest mark? If I knew that, I'd be do, doing it in the stock market. And I'd be on some island with a funny drink <laughs> with an umbrella in it, right? I You're mean, not. It's Linda's birthday. No, <laughs> I, 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 yes. Well, she tell me that's right. Should be. But, um, but that, but that, but that, that's that's the risk in it. So, yep. the, so they're, they're, they're you know, again, and everybody's in the program, and if they wanted to get out, they can get out and go get someone else sure. or go back to National Grid. That's kind of the beauty of the municipal aggregation. If, if the consumer doesn't like it, you don't have to do it. They can get out of it and go right. uh, go somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yep. 
Another question. We just had a clarifying question from okay. Tony on YouTube. Um, Tony's asking, just to clarify, residents are automatically enrolled um, in the program and businesses are or are not? So I, I just want to make sure that I'm speci very specific. Sure. You're automatically enrolled when you receive an opt-out notice from the city. Okay. Then you're automatically enrolled in the next 30 days. If you haven't received that and you just opened an account, you'll be put on basic service. You can always join then. Okay. But all residents and businesses in the geographic area of Marlboro are eligible for the program. So okay. we, the, the president, President Ossing does sweeps about quarterly in Marlboro. So about four times a year we go out and we do a sweep, meaning anyone new that's met have moved into a new home or whatever, we, we then sweep you. But you might be on p basic service for two or three months prior to that sweep happening. Okay. So where's the best place for people? Uh, should I, I mean, I've got our city website here. We've got Colonial. Where, where should we point people in the right direction for it? I would say go to colonialpowergroup.com. Okay. And the reason I would say that is there's an opt-in button right there. And if they just click on that button, if they have their electricity bill, to sign up for the program will take you about less than a minute and a half. And so if you go to this website mm -hmm. and if you're already in and you start putting in your information, it'll tell you that you're already in? Well, actually it will take it, but if you're already in, nothing it's, would happen. Nothing would happen. That is correct. Okay, so if you're unsure, you, you wanna be double sure, <laughs> just go to <laughs> Correct, well, and they could always call us. We'd right. be more than happy to tell to you who's in the program. Out. Wow, okay, awesome. And so how often does the committee meet? That, so typically we meet twice a year, all okay. right? spring and fall. We target it when National Grid sets their winter and summer rates because we're doing a benchmark to say, okay, how are we comparing to the winter and summer rates that are being set by National Grid? So as a minimum, it's twice, uh, twice a year. When, we, if, when Mark and I talk and we happen to get some good pricing, we call the team together right away or the committee together right away and see if that's something that we'd want to act on. But typically, it's twice a year that uh, um, that you all get together. That's correct. That's okay. right. I just I, because Marlboro's uh, Mike's very interesting, right? He understands the energy markets if, more as so well than as the I rest do. of us. Honestly, right? <laughs> correct. So uh, Marlboro, this is about two years ago. Mm -hmm. We had a historic low, and Mike asked to see what we just. Gonna, I'm going to call it blend and extend pricing. So meaning, hey, can I extend this contract? It was at nine six, yeah. and maybe lower it for a little bit. And that's why the city has this 41 so inspired did said yes we can actually lower the rate we'll extend it further and that's why we have the 93 rate today wow. that we do for the 41 which takes us through the, the what I'll call the very high peak yeah. I still think we're in for um, higher electricity rates kind of across the board given where where we're situated on on, on the natural gas uh, pipeline yeah. So. so were you around when Marlboro first decided, were you the one that actually put this together? That is correct. Wow. So what, you're a Marlboro guy, right? That is correct. Can you tell us, like, w did you target Marlboro? Did did Marlboro <laughs> seek out being part of the program? How did it happen? <laughs> I actually had a lot of connections here. I, I grew up in Marlboro, so yeah. I said I'm going to try. If I can't do it in Marlboro, I probably can't right? do that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. uh, we approached some, some people that we knew and, and had conversations. Um, the old president, Mr. Clancy, was my housemaster, and I approached him. And uh, the, the old mayor uh, started yeah. the program, Mr. Hunt, you know, just getting through the, um, okay. the process. So I, I had relationships there. And that's where, I, that's where it all started. That's where it all started. Correct. So the Department of Public Utilities says if we mention savings, we have to mention that savings cannot be guaranteed. Okay. So this is just a disclaimer that yeah. savings cannot be guaranteed. Sure. So that everyone's um, um, covered as far as the Department of Public Utilities goes. I got that. So, okay. So okay. That's important, though. Jill, could you put, there's a chart that 
would uh, kind of illustrate the savings for the city over the years mm -hmm. from 2006 on, if that's available. But there were two years in there where the city didn't save money. And uh, there were some challenging times back then because the same thing, the, the, market, the market rate went uh, higher than what our, con or our contract was higher and then we ended up paying for it because the market dipped. Um, and but what time frame was that? It was 2009. Maybe 2012 okay. when, uh, when we had a spike. 12, yeah. You know, okay. I, I, we knew we were going to be over in the, in the summertime. It was just to deliver some savings there um, at the time. But we knew we would be over. The, the question was how much. Yeah. And the market did sell off yeah. uh, significantly. But, what, what, but so through September of last year, 2006 to 2022, the program has saved Marlboro participants over $12 million. That's crazy. Okay, so it is, but I want to get back to how we used to do it. We were, I call it the marginal savings. We were just below what national grid was because we would only do six months contracts sure. and we'd only know, we'd only get a price that was just below national grid, which was good yeah. because we were saving money. Again, the, the six months from September to March of over this winter period, 2022 to 23, we're going to save $10 million. That, we'll is, almost that is wild. Match the savings in the six months that we had in the previous you know, 16 years, years. Of the, on the program. I mean, That's incredible. Just, really, so, when you is. think about it that way, six months to save in 16 yeah. years. When I see the electricity bill for the uh, the resident on electric heat, it, 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 it means everything. Me, yeah, right? yeah, right. I'm just that, that, that is a tremendous amount of savings. Yeah, that, that you know, it, kudos to the city. Right. They had the, the vision to to take this on and, and do this. So the residents get to uh, the benefits. Right. So wow, wow. Okay, so we've covered everything, right? We're bumping up against time. It goes by so fast every time we hear. But before we let you guys go, both Marlboro guys, right? We've established that we didn't do our game today. We won't do our game, but we need to know. What is your favorite place to dine in Marlboro? If you're going to go out on a Friday night, where would you go? <laughs> Great question. In Marlboro? <laughs> I'd go to Wellies. You go to Wellies? Yes. All right. All right. I will share my secret. I ate lunch and dinner at <laughs> Wellies yesterday. So shout out to Wemmy. Both Can't meals were chicken phenomenal. Pie. It was chicken farm night. Yeah. And Lindsay wanted to go to Wellies. I suggested Terrific, but they weren't open. So we went to Wellies and I ended up there <laughs> twice in one day. It is what it is. President Ossing, Friday right. night, where are we so, going? You so and Linda like to dine on a lot. That also is birthday correct. Week. So there is no one. I, I'll, I'll be honest. There is no one because I love going I love to Double T's, to Kennedy's, to Viva, to all 110, in one to Wild. If I can make them all <laughs> in one night. I, they're just, all, all of them are just, it's just great food. I it mean, it, it, it's just ginger. We, so went to Ginger Garden for, for yeah, I know, for Linda's birth, one of the many, right? Uh, so, and, and, but the food is just it's outstanding. They, they, they just do a nice job throughout the city. I, I don't think you can find a bad restaurant in Marlboro. I mean, well, you've it, heard it here first. I do have those um, rates up. What's this? The one? program savings. Yeah, just it, it just illustrates yeah. for those that Perfect. can see it that you know. I but the message I want to say is it's not guaranteed savings, as Mark sure. said. You we Disclaimer. can have a Disclaimer. We, <laughs> yeah, well, well, and early on we though. weren't using the whole marketplace to our advantage because yeah. we were only doing six month blocks, so we were acting very much like the utilities. Sure. And this program allows us to act, you know, use the whole marketplace, and we just weren't doing that, so we we're a little bit handcuffed. And again, that's the the vision of of President Ossing. He, he said, I, I'm going to try to expand this and see how we do. 
And I, you know, I, I expect we're going to continue to do well yeah. in the marketplace. Well, and so that the last one was a th over three-year contract. Right. Yes. And right. do we anticipate the next one being as long? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> we'll, we'll, look we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll look at the rates. We'll see what the electricity curve looks yeah. like, and then we'll start to make some decisions. Okay. And, and it's and it's been a maturing process for the program. Right. Correct. Initially, it started. I just want to save money. As I mentioned earlier, now I want a green component. Yeah. So I want to make sure it's green. Then I want that price stability. So I want to make sure. Over a period of time, I have a stable price for the mm -hmm. residents, so they can, the they, they know what they can in. budget, mm -hmm. and it makes it uh, a lot simpler. Um, so we, we've matured to that point, um, and, and again, kudos to the municipal aggregation committee, you know, the mayor, the DPW commissioner, mm -hmm. uh, Christie, and Councilor R. Wagner. That's they great. they do a good job, great job, you know, sifting through the information to make sure we can provide uh, a, a competitive electricity price for the residents, and uh, you know. This 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 winter we hit a home run. You know, Absolutely, I'm, I'm hoping you know we. I'm you grateful. Talk to me Thank next. you very much. <laughs> I'm hoping next winter when we get the next set of prices, you know, there, there'll be savings. It may not be as lucrative as these are, but, yeah, but and I get back helps. to this. No one knows they're saving that money, right? Because you're paying your electric right. bill, yeah. right? I mean, so no one knows. But I try to encourage it. You see what's on the screen. You can calculate those savings and yourself. satisfy yourself. If I was paying the national grid rate right, right now this is how much it I'd make, be makes you feel good when you can see it the the dollar amount i mean honestly i i mean i work here and, and heard about this for years and all the things but it never really dawned on me to go and make sure that i was in the program until this past season of like wait a minute i know that we've talked about this i know what it is i gotta make sure that we're doing this and luckily we were because of the opt-out <laughs> program but you know you don't really think about these things until there's a need to a reason to think about them and this past year you know, certainly it, there was a reason. <laughs> but no it is question. a Marlboro success story, right? Marlboro guys yep. develop a program, the one yep. of only a handful of people in the Commonwealth that are doing this. I mean, this is, it's pretty impressive. I mean, mm -hmm. it, and, you know. From an economic development standpoint, it's just one more reason That's of why you should choose Marlboro. I mean, we talk all the time on this program about all the different services and the things that you receive as a Marlboro resident for your tax dollars, and it is far above and beyond what most other communities are offering. So, um, and the predictable low residential. Yeah, tax we rate. love stability here. Yeah, that is correct. At MEDC. So with that, we're out of time. This was a, another extremely um, informative and exciting topic. I don't know if energy is exciting, but it was really a good uh, topic, and we learned a lot this morning. Thank you both so much for joining us. We appreciate you being here. And maybe we'll bring you back to talk when we figure out what the next, what the next couple years are going to look like, right? Sounds so. good. Happy to be here. Awesome. <laughs> thank you guys so much. And uh, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all of our viewers. And again, you can catch the replay, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook. We're actually now streaming to LinkedIn as well, Spotify, and WMCT. So thank you all so much for joining us and have a wonderful Wednesday.